Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Good evening, everybody. Today is December 17th, 2020. And tonight, we are going to discuss something very important. Uh, We want to talk about um, asset protection, protecting your assets, and doing so before you have a problem, which is very important. And this is one of the uh, newer services that we're offering at youhavetheright.com. So um, we have here with us tonight uh, Dennis, and Dennis has been working on these asset protection methods for over 30 years now and has had some really robust results uh, working with these uh, vehicles. And so I have him on now to kind of explain uh, what we have and how it works. So Dennis, welcome to the call. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Ted. So what what I have put together uh, for many, many, many years and there are hundreds of them all over the country from east to west, north to south. Uh, the item is an unincorporated nonprofit association that I do in uh, California, specifically because the, the laws here are strong enough to protect the people who are managing these. So once I do it, I do it as a, as a um, president and uh, put it together. I have them all done. Uh, so sometimes if you feel like uh, uh, you want to be, have one of these and, and you want to be the secretary, then you become the primary executive officer in 100% full control of it, but you don't own it. Now, it, it stays with you and your family forever. There's no uh, yearly fees of any kind or anything like that that you have to to uh, pay for it. Uh, it has no shares, it has no trustees, it has no beneficiaries, it loans itself, and you are simply the manager of it. So it passes on from generation to generation with no change in title, which is a major benefit to everybody. If you was to sell a property that was in it, the profits will remain in the association and you personally will not have a, a capital gains. It all depends on what you do with the profits that remain in the association. Uh, the association, like I said, owns itself. When you go to open the bank account, you um, have to give them your social security and your uh, ID because the bank wants to know who you are because you're going to be the signer on that account. Uh, When I go to um, uh, Chase or any of the banks and pull out the document, the original document that I put on there, it shows the association, sole owner. It shows Dennis Gray, um, signer. That's it. So 
I'm simply a signer. I don't own it. And it protects the assets from anybody taking it away from me. I've had, uh, as far as I can tell you, uh, I've had the IRS, the CID, and the FBI talk to me about people that use them. You know, not a, not a lot of them, but just like one of each uh, have had a couple of people that tried to do some hanky-panky with them. Uh, like one guy uh, and a friend, they bought, uh, they stole the property from the bank, sold it, took the money, and split. And the only thing that they can find out is that I put it together. So they come to me and find out uh, what happened to it. I say, well, I sold it to, you know, Tad or whoever bought it from me. I have no idea what they did with it. Uh, of course, they try to, because I was the president at one point, they tried to uh, get me involved. And I said, look, I'm not involved, period. Uh, here's my resignation document. I resigned from it the day that uh, whoever took it over is now in charge. So you need to go talk to them about what they did, not me. So that's uh, how the thing is protected. It protects you, protects the property, because anybody coming after you can't touch what's in it. Any questions? If you have any questions, hit star 2 on your phone, and we'll call on you. Um, so how – I do have a question. Uh, why not use a trust? Why Why a foundation or, or an association? Well, rather? well, okay, I explain the trust to people as the best trust in the world is the post office. You're the trust go, you put your letter into the – into the trust, the post office, to be delivered to your beneficiary at a later date and nobody can touch it in between. Uh, who's, the, who's the trustee? It's the postmaster. I don't know the postmaster, neither does the beneficiary. So uh, that's, the, that's the best trust in the world. If you put your property into the trust and uh, you become the trustee, now your social security number is hooked there. Uh, just a few months ago, I had one of my uh, clients who had a trust and owed a bunch of money to the uh, state. She got an inheritance. As soon as the trust got the inheritance, they, they grabbed it. Why? She was the trustee and her social security number was on that trust. So they took the money. So she was out of luck. That's the problem with being the trustee on your own trust. Now, whoever you assign that person, if, if it's an arms-length third party, you've got to be careful because that guy can walk away with everything. He's in charge. He doesn't have to follow the rules of the trust. Okay. So what you said is that a trust can be pierced. You know, I've heard another story yeah, he, where... A gentleman had um, a gentleman had a like a bulldozer in a trust. There was a trustee, and just like the example you just described, that trustee had um, a liability, a tax liability, and so they found that he was the trustee of a trust, which means he had the incidence of ownership. They came in and they tried to take the, the bulldozer away, but then it was quickly transferred out and, and they lost. So, um, well, the IRS lost. But the, the fact is that 
they're not always as safe as they may seem. But with the I have associate... yeah I have yeah well, like what you're talking about I have a gentleman up in uh, northern not northern California it's up in uh, Oregon right where you are uh, and I told you about that case the guy put uh, he got together with a partner and they bought a property. And he owes, I don't know how many hundred thousands of dollars to the IRS, and they can't touch the property. And that's because he has the association. He has it in an association, correct. Um, and so the trick is, get this done ahead of time, before you have a problem. Correct. Well, I always tell everybody, you can't buy insurance after the accident, so... Get it done before. All right. So um, now what about using LLCs? A lot of people like to use LLCs for asset protection. Why is that not a good idea? Well, if it's a single-person LLC, you did an LLC for you and trying to protect your assets. Okay. That's limited liability, meaning that if the three of us got together and put $10,000 each and formed an LLC, uh, our liability for whatever that LLC is liable for uh, is only $10,000. But if it's a single person, li- uh, they can come after and they're coming after me, well, who owns the rest of the LLC? Who's, who's getting the 1090, I mean, the K-1 distribution from the LLC? Me. So they can go after it. Now, if there's two or three people, then there's a little bit of protection, but what they do is they put a charging order against the LLC saying that LLC owes us, you know, 100000 200000 whatever it is. And whenever that LLC uh, puts the, sends the money to you, they're going to get it. Okay. So with the association, the thing to know is, well, first of all, it's private. It's not publicly registered like an LLC is. Correct. You can't go online to the Secretary of State's office and look for any one of the associations that I've done. They're all private. After I put it together and get it to you, uh, nobody has any clue of what has happened. So... When you donate your home to you, to the ABC Association, it's public record that ABC Association owns the property, but there's no yeah. record to show who's involved with ABC Association. No. Unless you go to the state and say, who owns ABC Association? They say, well, all we know is Dennis Quick put it together. Okay. Then they have to come to me and ask, who did I sell it to? Then they have to trace it like that. So right. it, it takes quite a while. So uh, if, if anybody has any questions, hit star two on your phone, and we'll call on you. Yeah. 580, go ahead. That's Gene. Yeah, this right? is Gene. This is Gene, and uh, explain to me the difference of a revocable trust, and then I wanted to know on this foundation, if you had more than one asset, 
is it safer to make a different foundation for each asset? It's it's safe to do each one separately. I uh, don't own anything. Okay, everything is in a separate asset association. Every asset, everything that I control. I have cars that I control. I don't have anything in my name except for one bank account that has. Right now, I think it's $133 and some cents in it. That's it. Other than that, everything else goes through associations. In fact, I'm right now, I'm in the process of buying a new house, and I'm doing it with association funds. So I don't even have a, a tax uh, statement to give them, so I told them, okay, here's my associations, and here's how much money they make, and I'm signing the uh, the note so that I'm responsible for paying for it. And they go, well, how do we know that you own it? I said, well, uh, here's a statement from a friend of mine who's a CPA, and he states right here, uh, we haven't done taxes for Dennis because of the type of association he has, but we know that he owns the property for the last, since 2006, I know him, and that's how long he's had the prop the association. That's how long so he's been. But go ahead. Ask that question again. I didn't. I didn't quite get it. So one would have to have a witness to verify the property. No. What do you mean? To, what do you mean by verify the property? You said, "How does somebody know you own it?" And then you have to get somebody to verify they knew that I owned it or, or somebody owned it. No, no, no. That's to verify that I had a bank account and that I have been in, in charge of a bank account uh, since 2006. Okay? And so I, I said, how do, you, how do you get a, how do I prove a negative? There's nobody who knows that I'm in, self, in business for myself because it's a private entity. So they said, well, do you have somebody like a tax man or somebody who can, who's known you that long who can ta say, yeah, we've known him this long and we know that he's been the, the sole owner, uh, been the sole signer on that association. And that's what he did. And they accepted that. Because they didn't know how long like I owned have witness. I beg your pardon? It still sounds like you've got to have a witness to verify it or something. To prove. No, 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 no. It's because I'm buying a house and they wanted to know that I have that, that that belongs to me. When when you get this uh, association from me, I give you a document and it says your duties. Your duties are to look after the association and that you can buy, sell, invest, uh, have banking, etc. on behalf of the association. And you have that notarized. And that notarized document is all you need to show them. Okay, here's a notarized document saying, I'm the only one in charge of this association. And here's the date it was notarized. Okay? So one, if you own the house and a vehicle, you'd have to have a found, you should have a foundation or association for each one. For each one. Now, here's, here's the, the, especially a vehicle and a house, okay? 
if you put the vehicle and the house or the vehicle and the boat or the plane or the business or whatever it is, your bank account together, you get into an accident and somebody gets killed, they go in to yeah. see what's in that association. And it, it's just like your social security number right now. Everything you have is tied to your social security number, right? You get into an accident, they go to LexisNexis and they say, oh, he's got a house, a boat, a car, a plane, a business. Great, let's go after him for $10 million. Let's clean him out. I just had a, 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 a last year in 2019, I had a gentleman who bought 14 associations from me because he had two different businesses. One was desert toys and one was water toys. And he split them up into the 14 associations and each one had a different name and each association would then rent out the toys. Well, in 2018, summer of 2018, a lady and a gentleman came and rented two quads, four-wheelers, and went out to the desert. She had an accident. She was one month pregnant. She lost the baby. She got ended up in a wheelchair. And they sued, she sued his association, Honda, him, his wife, and all his employees for $150 million. So I said, uh, get yourself an attorney because you can't represent it. So he got an attorney. I said, okay, Mr. Attorney, here's the law. Read all the laws. Then we sit at the dining room table and we go over it. So I said, the, the law, number one, states the debts of the association belong to the association, not to the officers, members, or agents. Am I correct? And he said, correct. So, and I said, now, likewise. The assets of the association belong to the association and not to the officers, members, and agencies. That's correct. I said, okay. Now, unless they specifically agree to a specific debt or asset in writing and sign their name to it. And he says, yes, I read that. I said, so has uh, this gentleman agreed to pay any of the debts or that he owns any of the property? It all belongs to the association. I said, correct. I said, so why are they suing him, his wife, and his employees? If you went to Alamo or any of the car rental companies and you rented a Chevy and you went out and drove it and you got in an accident, who would you sue? Would you sue Alamo and the uh, auto manufacturer in case there's a defect? And would you sue the person who wrote up the, the contract and the president of the company and all the employees? No. You'd only sue the company and the auto manufacturer. He says, you're absolutely correct. So they went in. He, the first thing he asked the gentleman was, what is the value of the association? He says, I got between seventy dollars and $80,000 worth of toys in there. And he says, okay, we give up the association. We walk away. I get you extricated from the lawsuit. Give up the association. Let the association find its battle. We don't even answer their, their case because it's only going against the association. And all they can get is the, the toys that are in there. And that's exactly how they settled it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, what about a revocable trust? You know, how does that work? Now, you, you, know what, you, you know what a revocable and irrevocable trust is? A revocable trust simply means that you can revoke who the, who the trustee is and you can change the trustee whenever you feel like it. Irrevocable, you can't do that. You can't change anything in the trust. So that's the only difference. Revocable, okay. you can change it. You can change things in there. 
irrevocable means you can't change anything. So that's the only difference. Otherwise, if you are the trustee, you're screwed. And with the association, yeah. you are the one that's with, in control. Correct. So here's the thing. The association has no shares, has no officers, has no trustees, has no beneficiaries. It owns itself. It has its own tax ID number. By the way, that is exempt, okay? Because it's private and it's considered an association, you have a tax ID number that's, that's um, exempt. Uh, now, uh, you are in control of it. It owns itself. There's a brick wall between you and the association. Anybody coming after you can't touch what's in the association. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Gene. Thank you. Okay, anybody else have any questions? Hit star two on your phone, and we'll call on you. Those are good questions, by the way. Um, so, for those of you who uh, would like to learn more about these, this asset protection method, you can contact me through youhavetheright.com, get in touch with me, and I'll uh, get on the phone with you, and I'll give you some more information that we have available, and do my best to answer any questions that you have. And I've decided, uh, like, from now until the end of January, for um, for those people that come to me <coughs> with the asset protection I have, I'm going to offer a special. So if you want to know what that special is, get in touch with me. Um, so... Dennis, talk to us more when it comes to legal matters. If, if for some reason, if the association is named in a lawsuit, how do you handle that? You have to get an attorney to handle it for you. But you can, and and handling it, you have to get an attorney to handle it because you are not a trustee. You don't own it, so you can't handle it. You have to get an attorney to handle it. Okay. All right, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, what other questions do I have? Um, the association is also outside of the tax system. The association. I told you never, that when I said it. Yeah. Right. 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 So you'll never get a, an income tax bill. Um, mm-hmm. So. Uh, any questions, you guys? Star two on your phone. It's star two. Okay. I think Gene has another question. Go ahead. Yes. If the foundation has nobody to answer for it, how do mm-hmm. would you have to get a lawyer if if it's not a live entity? It can't answer for you. Okay, so let me ask you this. Is anything else, is any other entity a live entity? It's a piece of paper. You have to have a lawyer. Do it. The only so how can they take any action? How can they take any action if it can't answer for itself? <laughs> that's why, that's why, 
they they have they they when you go to court, they, the judge will say, get a lawyer. Okay, if it's a corporation, if it's an LLC, they'll get you. You have to get a lawyer because your document, your entity, is a piece of paper. It can't do anything. It can't talk. It can't so drive. Take it to it the judge and hand it to him. Take it to the judge and hand it to him and say, here, talk to this piece of paper. Exactly what I do. Okay, when I go to court, I have beat uh, so many things in court because I go, you know, I, I know what to say and do. When I walk in there, I put the judge, uh, I tie his hands and put tape on his mouth because I tell him the specific things that, you know, I don't see the person who's, if it's a corporation that's suing me, I, say, I don't see the person that's suing me here, the real party of interest that I can cross-examine under oath regarding authenticated evidence. All I see is a special appearance attorney who has no knowledge of any, first-hand knowledge of any of the facts in this case, and I object to anything he says. Okay, so if it was my foundation, it would be better that I not go to court and let the lawyer do it. Correct. Now, if it's okay. if it's a trust, if it's the trust, and you're the trustee, then you can go to court because your social security number is tied to that thing, so you can go to court and talk as a trustee. But then I don't want to do that because now I'm liable for it. Yeah, I see that. In the association, I'm not liable. It then seem like the judge, if. I was there and says, the uh, only thing I know, here's this piece of paper. You talk to this piece of paper, then let him handle it. But anyway, I don't know. <laughs> and that's what we it's, did with the association for the $150 million lawsuit. Isn't that what we did? Yes, but I was just saying, why would I have to hire a lawyer then to go do that? Because the judge, the, the judge is going to say, I can't talk to a piece of paper. It needs a lawyer. Somebody is suing that thing. It needs a lawyer. I can't talk to the piece of paper. Let that piece of paper get the lawyer. Anyway, number, never mind. I, I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah. The piece of paper, you're in control of it. So you need to get the lawyer for the piece of paper. Hmm. Okay. Thank you. All right, Gene. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome, Gene. You're welcome. I try to, you know, enlighten you on as many ways as I can. I've been doing this for 30 years, okay? All right. So uh, tonight's call is going to be a little bit shorter than our normal call. So I'm going to give a last call for uh, questions. And if we don't get any questions, we're going to go ahead and uh, end the call. So, again, uh, contact me at youhavetheright.com if you have any questions. And I'll be happy to talk to you about it. So, uh, Jason, go ahead. Yes, one quick question. Uh, can these associations, can they establish their own credit? Yeah, yeah. I, when it, what happens is when you go into the bank the first time to open the association account, you ask for a credit card for the thing. They give you a debit card. So you say, can I get a credit card? Now, they're going to use your credit to establish the credit for the association. It does not go on your credit report. It will be on the association's credit. But remember, 
what I said, un, the debts of the association belong to the association unless you specifically agree to the debt. So on that credit card, you're specifically agreeing to it. So what I do is with my credit cards, when I went in to open it, I got a, a, a $15,000 line of credit. My wife got 11200 and we both got them like in 10 minutes. While we were sitting there, they said, oh, you're already approved, all right? Well, that stands to reason our credit scores are in the 800s. We never use our own personal social security number. We only use the credit cards and the debit cards from the association, okay? So that's how we, we live with associations. I'm, I'm right now, you know, showing the associations uh, for, the, for the fact that uh, I want to buy this house, okay? They wanted to know the income of the associations that's going to be, that I'm going to be, you know, getting the payments from. And I showed them. I said, here, it's, it's between fifteen dollars and $20,000 a month for three associations. For, you know, the income average is between fifteen dollars to $20,000 a month uh, for all three of them added together. And they go, wow, you only have a, car, a house payment. You don't have any car payments and a couple of credit card bills for the association, which the association pays anyway, you don't. So, no problem. We'll give you the loan for the house. That's good. So do you have these, uh, do you have any seasoned associations or are you just create them on demand? No, they're, they're, season means I put them together maybe last year, uh, you know, but that hasn't, doesn't have any credit with it or anything like that. So if you was to take it today, well, you're going to own it today. And by the way, I have about, I don't know, 30 of them already done, okay? So meaning I got all the documentation complete. So when you get the name from, from uh, Tad, it'll show that it, you know, this name. You say, I want this name. All I need is how you're going to sign it, how you're going to take control of it, and a, a physical address, and I'll have it ready within 24 hours for you. And you can go open a bank account, and then I drop the original. I send you a PDF copy, so you can go open a bank account if you so desire, or you can wait till you get the PD, uh, the originals in the mail. Uh, like the lady that ordered that uh, last Friday from me from New York, she'll have her original documents uh, Saturday. Uh, I sent her PDFs already. Sounds great. Um, I'll be contacting uh, you, Ted. Ted, yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Okay, guys. Um, we're going to go ahead in the call. So, um, Dennis, thank I, you yeah, very I much have for being call here. Coming in. Yeah. You so got we'll it. We'll talk to you later. And okay. everybody else, thank you very right. much for joining. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. You bet. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.